my name is Bill. And my name is Danny, and we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Last night, we had our second character dining experience since the parks reopened in July, visiting Garden Grill at Epcot for the first time. Things are very different than they used to be, and we're going to tell you about every detail of our meal and full thoughts on the way things are done now. Let's, Let's hop, hop to it. it. So currently I have a tiny doggy face staring at us. Um, he is adorable. Is so cute. Oh my gosh. Hey bud, you have the sweetest face I've ever seen in my life. My little buddy. So uh, we did want to take a second and talk about our our little buddy, our best boy, our sugar muffin, our all the weird nicknames that we call our <laughs> dog. Our buckaroo. Uh, we wanted to just talk about him for a second. So um, last week you may have seen we did not have an episode. And um, if you missed that post, just in a nutshell, uh, we did take him in for some routine blood work, and there were a couple things that were off. Yeah, Simba um, hadn't shown any issues or anything. He had just turned nine in January, so it was just some routine blood work that we were getting done just to make sure everything was a-okay. Yeah. And there was one thing that we saw on there that the vet told us about that didn't look so a-okay. Yeah. And so we have been undergoing some precautions over the last week or so and we have another one in about a exactly week or a so week, yeah <laughs> and so we'll give you guys more details uh, as we have more information because we really don't have much to share other than the first step was a good sign right so we're doing going to be doing everything we can if, if you're an animal lover a dog lover like we are um you'll know that we're gonna we're going to do anything we can for this guy. But luckily, like Bill was saying, he's acting awesome. He's acting like yeah. a puppy. He eats well. He does all those good oh, things. He eats. He eats. He, um, you know, does all his other stuff well, too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we really, really appreciate those of you who reached out. Yes, thank you. Told us that you're thinking of us. You're praying for us. Please keep us in your prayers. It's <laughs> way more scary for us than it is for him. <laughs> he has no idea. What's going I'm on. not handling it so well, but like he's yeah, like, you hey, are. you're you're a strong lady. You'll be fine. I'm tr I'm trying. Well, I got you by my side, so Aww. we're gonna get through this together, and you know we'll get through it with him. And just so you guys know, that's kind of what's going on. It's a little bit scary, but you know we're taking all the right steps to make sure he continues to stay with us for a very, very long time. Yeah, we're staying positive for now, and if there's anything that we have to deal with, we'll deal with it. Yes, but enough about you know stuff that we're stressing about. But yeah. you know it's good to tell the people out in Park Hopper Land what you know their park hoppers are up to. For sure, especially something so important. For sure. But now we're going to talk about something else. We got to go to another character meal. We did. It was the second time that we've done a character meal since uh, the parks reopened from COVID. Um, the first one was at uh, Hollywood and Vine. It was the Minis Holiday Dine. We talked about that in a past episode. Go check that out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. Um, but we, like Danny said, were able to do our second character experience in, what, the seven months since the parks have reopened? And we went to Epcot inside the Land Pavilion. We visited Garden Grill for the first time. Which I had never been here. No, neither have I. Like, we have never been here. But I'd always heard good things. Together or separate. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I don't think I'd ever heard anything. 
other than oh really yeah. i've heard i know i know some people who have been there and told me that it was good see i'd never heard anything i just figured it was another like dining experience yeah and the thing is usually a lot of times when i go to epcot i'm either with now people who enjoyed eating at the festivals and mm-hmm. trying new things yeah or uh we usually tend to eat downstairs at seasons true uh, there's d- just different places that we eat. There's so much food available at Epcot. It's <laughs> literally the park that has the most food in terms of options. It's just hasn't made its round to us. Yeah. Um, so we, we ended up, uh, my sister is in town, by the way. Um, that's why we've been, we've been visiting the park so much in the last couple of days. If you, if you couldn't tell from our Instagram story, um, follow us at park hopper show. If you don't already, um, we were just updating, you know, we had, uh, Caitlin, my sister, and I, we went to Animal Kingdom yesterday morning, and we went to Epcot last night, and then Danny joined us for dinner after she worked. Then we were at Hollywood Studios all day today, and we're going to be at Magic Kingdom all day tomorrow. So it's three action-packed days at the parks. Yes. So we're really excited to get back to the parks and and doing our thing, but last night we wanted to try something new, and with Caitlin in town, we usually don't do character dining so much on our own. It's usually when we have guests or somebody who really wants to do it. So we decided to do Garden Grill because it was uh, the very end of the night at Epcot. Epcot closed at 8 o'clock, and we actually had a reservation for Garden Grill at 7.45. Which is perfect because by the time that I left work and ran home and changed and, you know, took Simba for a walk, fed him, and then, you know, headed over to Epcot, I still had enough time to comfortably make that reservation. Absolutely. And uh, so we were able to make that reservation very easily. There was, uh, we made it about three or four days in advance. So it's nothing crazy like, you know, the Be Our Guest used to be or how hard Chef Mickey's is to get these days. Uh, (laughs) We kind of just just went on and we made the reservation because it, it sounded fun. So we, uh, we got that reservation, like I said, three days in advance. Uh, very, very easy to make through the My Disney Experience app. And uh, we had just planned to go see the characters that were there. And anytime you have a character experience that, that involves Mickey Mouse, I'm usually in. Yeah, I, I, I love seeing Mickey. And this was an, one way that I hadn't seen Mickey. So I was very excited to experience this. Now, I had known previously before i kind of looked into what garden grill involved that chip and dale were definitely there but i didn't know for sure if anyone else was there and it turns out mickey and pluto are also there in addition to chip and dale yeah mickey and his best bud yeah um yeah so they are there for both lunch and dinner now garden grill does serve lunch and dinner lunch goes from 11 30 to 3 30 currently and dinner goes from 3.45 to 8 o'clock currently. So that's when it sounds like they stopped taking reservations because right. we, we got in you know right before 8 o'clock. And then the price point is the same. It's between $35 to $59. And that's usually the difference between kids and adults. Correct. And discounts are available for those of you who have discounts that you could potentially apply. Pass holder, DBC, cast member. I don't know if they do like a Chase Visa. Uh, Uh, They may. Yeah. So anything. I didn't ask. I didn't ask either. So if there's anything that you have previously used as a discount, what I would do is ask them if they take it. There's might as well. But they do take those discounts um, when you go to Garden Grill for both lunch and dinner. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who are going, hang on, where is Garden Grill? It sounds 
tasty and healthy. But where is it located? It is actually inside the land pavilion. Like I said before, you know, the building where Soren and Living with the Land are. It's actually upstairs where Soren and Living with the Land are the rides that are downstairs. And it's uh, it's pretty much right across from the entrance where you walk into the land pavilion. Right. And this is actually the rotating restaurant. So if you've ever walked in and seen what looks like a giant room, like really, really big with tables rotating. No, you haven't had too mar- many margaritas in Mexico. <laughs> that room is actually rotating. And it doesn't move fast enough where you would really <laughs> even notice. But right. if you stared at it for a while, you'd notice that the people that you were looking at when you first walked in were suddenly on the right side of the room. Right. But the, the, the ride actually does rotate. Um, not the ride. The restaurant actually does rotate. <laughs> it's kind of a ride, right? I, it's a ride restaurant, I guess. Yeah, except you don't have to keep all your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. You do not. you got to use them to eat. Yes. Um, well, not your feet, but your hands, <laughs> for sure. They, I don't know. I, I think they would just frown on that even more during COVID. Yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the restaurant actually does rotate, and you actually get to look inside the ride, Living with the Land. And one cool thing about Living with the Land, if you guys have ever ridden that, you know, when you drive through everything that you, they're growing the produce, and they have, you know, they have fish, and they have animals and stuff like that in there, a lot of the stuff that's grown inside Living with the Land is actually used at Garden Grill to feed the, the patrons. Yeah, and fun fact, also when you come to, I believe it's, um, I'm not sure which fest- festival, but they do use some of the food in the festival booths. Oh, I, okay. I, can't, I can't remember which one it is currently. I think it's... Like Flower and Garden, maybe? I, oh, I think that's what it is. I think you're right. Flower which is and the Garden. next one, by the way. Ooh, so we'll have to check that out. Yeah, it starts see. in March. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, yes, so they do use food that is grown on property right in front of you, so you get to eat it right at your table at Garden Grill. And this was, like I said, this was our first time at Garden Grill. And I did want to take a quick step back and rewind real quick because we almost didn't make it to our (laughs) reservation. Yeah. So uh, we ended up getting margaritas because when in Epcot, that's what you do. Yeah. I took an Uber down and you guys had Ubered earlier. And so we we grabbed margaritas together after Mm -hmm. work. And then we walked over to Figment. We were going to ride Figment and Soren before our reservation. And then we realized that Figment was actually down. It was temporarily unavailable. So we just sat outside the Imagination Pavilion drinking our margaritas, as you do. Yes. And we we finished around 7 o'clock, and we decided to go over to Soren, which, which said 10 minutes Exactly. took the, the words right out of my mouth. It said 10 minutes. We got in line, and I don't know if you guys have been on Soren before, but when you see the line kind of start right after you make that first turn, you're like, ooh, that's definitely not 10 minutes. And quickly on the My Disney Experience app, it jumped up to 35. And then while we were in line again, it said 45. And like we said, we jumped in line at 7 o'clock. Our reservation was at 745. Would we make it? Uh, Well, what ended up happening was when we got to the very front of the ride where they start telling you, like, go to Concourse A, go to Concourse B. Uh, we were able to ask a wonderful cast member yeah. named CC two C's. It's kind of a funny interaction. I uh, she was kind of across the way, and I looked over and I saw her name, and it said CC on her ta- on her name tag. I go CC. She goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks over. I go, uh, what's your? Prof- I need your professional opinion. She goes, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I asked her because it was I think it was seven thirty two or something like that at this point, and I was like, in your professional opinion. We have a, a 745 reservation for Garden Grill. 
uh, do you think we'll be able to get on this in that amount of time and get up there on time? And you did mention to her, like, when we jumped in line, it was only 10 minutes. Right, so, yeah. so we're trying to see if we're going to... It wasn't bad planning on our part. Yeah. What, what are our chances here? And she was wonderful and actually called over to the restaurant to let them know that we were just going to be a couple minutes And late. she also sent us down quicker than she probably would have uh, in another circumstance or in a regular circumstance if we didn't have that going on. So shout out to CC. I'm sorry I forgot where you were from on your name tag, but shout out to CC. It was just two C's on her name tag. So shout out to her. She had a great... Uh, great uh, attitude and you know she was wonderful to us in that moment so my shout out. my strawberry margarita did not compute that i should have looked at her name tag <laughs> at the time so yeah but yes thank you cc for helping make us give us a magical moment make sure we can make our dinner to hang out with the big guy the big mouse um but let's talk about uh getting to eat at garden grill yeah. once cc got us there in time and she did and thanks to cc we got up there at 7 48 and they were not mad at us they weren't mad at us so we uh we got inside garden grill and the people at the front were very friendly that checked us in and we were immediately sat in a restaurant that didn't have too many people left in it because like we said we got one of the last reservations of the day and uh we had sort of a half circle booth thing going on right where uh the, the table was like a half moon shape where Danny was on my left, I was in the middle, Caitlin was on my right, and we were looking out at Living with the Land. But one thing we noticed right away when we sat down, the restaurant was not rotating. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't like compute that right away because and not because of the margaritas but i didn't know if it like would like would rotate and then stop and then you know what i mean like i was one thing i was kind of really looking forward to seeing was the restaurant and how it rotated and what you got to see while it rotated but last night uh, we did ask one of the cast members uh, who was working there uh what was going on how come it wasn't rotating and they gave us the the best explanation they could have where you know you guys know when you go to um when you go to Disney in February or March and Splash Mountain's down for three weeks, it's regularly scheduled maintenance. Every attraction has it, and that's what they said. It was regularly scheduled maintenance. We just happened to go on a time where there was uh, there was no uh, rotating inside the restaurant. Yeah, so it sounds like they're just making sure that you know the restaurant will continue to be able to rotate for many, many years to come. Right. But so... Unfortunately, like like Bill said, the restaurant was not rotating. However, we did get to experience um, everything else that came with it for the first time. So first off, I think we should talk about the food yes. because we ate plenty of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was so full when I got home. <laughs> so My God, you, you had to roll me out of Epcot past that wonderful Spaceship Earth and that gorgeous fountain they have there now. Yeah, by the time I got home, I was like... Oh, my God. <laughs> what did I do? And then we walked the wrong way to ch catch our Uber. And so we had to waddle. <laughs> we had to waddle back over the other side to go catch our Uber. So that was fun. Yeah. Well, so the dinner started with bread and whipped butter. Yeah. So that's like your run of the mill bread. It wasn't, you know, anything crazy. But, you know, if you're hungry, it, it was definitely good to throw on the table at first. Now, I just want to preface this this whole section here with the fact that there's a, there ain't going to be any bashing in this episode, but I'm going to be honest with you. Sure. As the people want to hear the honesty. Um, by the way, I don't know if we said it already, but this was a family style meal. Correct. So first thing they brought out was bread and whipped butter and a salad which had a spinach vinaigrette with 
um, some sort of olives and then like almost, almost like red like they were peppers. Pickled, almost. I like them. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a huge olive fan to begin with. I you don't threw mind them on my plate after <laughs> I asked you to. I don't mind black olives like as is, but they, these were kind of interesting tasting. But you know, everybody's tastes are different. So um, I didn't love it, but I do love the spinach and the vinaigrette dressing. I did like that a lot. Right. So did I. Um, the and then after that, not not too long after we were you know munching on our salad and our bread. Um, they came out with all of the the main, um, course. the main course, yeah, and it they had beef with chimichurri, honey barbecue riblets, turkey with gravy, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese with goldfish. Hold on, hold on, hold on, mac and cheese. With goldfish. Yes. That was something I was not expecting. <laughs> Your face is so funny when they brought it to the Cause, table. Because I love Misa mac and cheese. I've talked about it a million times on this show. And Disney mac and cheese is very good. But when they brought out this bowl of mac and cheese and it had literal goldfish on it, I was like, what? I mean, I get it. Because, you know, sometimes you use you know Ritz crackers or like crushed goldfish as like a breading for the top of a mac and cheese. But they were just straight up goldfish like dropped on there. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. like instead of like breadcrumbs. I can get down on this. Well, let me finish what, what they yeah, brought to us. And then they also had a uh, corn and peppers combo um, and that stuffing and then green beans. Yes. So that was what they brought to the table. I will say that like it was so funny seeing you like. Huh? <laughs> when they put uh-huh. it, um, and absolutely nothing will go wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, there that you were so surprised by the goldfish, but I mean, it worked. Yeah, it worked. So first off, what was your total um, feel with everything we had eaten, or do we want to talk about the dessert and then go back about everything? Yeah, we can kind of you know discuss that. Afterwards. Everything. Okay. So um the dessert that they had was also a strawberry shortcake dessert it was yes and so they had like little pieces of like pound cake with different berries and that was the only option and then uh with whipped cream what we know is that there were also plant-based and allergy options as well correct so they did have those available so that was like the full experience in terms of the meal and the, th- the way this works is you, they bring you the first round and then you can tell them what you want them to bring more of out. So let's just say you your whole family had that, but you only wanted like turkey and mashed potatoes. They'll just bring you out rounds of turkey and mashed potatoes until you beg them to stop. So, <laughs> um, but you basically wh- had to do that. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what did you think of this meal? So first of all, Garden Grill automatically gets a... Um, uh, a higher grade than the Hollywood and Vine meal that we had because the only thing that was family style at Hollywood and Vine was the salad. Right. And you just got one entree that you had to pick and then you got one dessert you had to pick, but you couldn't get more of anything that you liked. Right. So the Garden Grill automatically got a higher grade for character dining for me. I do like the fact that when they bring out bring it out family style, if there's something that you don't like, you're not committed to it. Right. Especially at $60 a pop. Yeah. So I do like having that option. But again, that's also why my family, I don't know about you, but my family has always done character meals and stuff like that. Like whenever we do them, we usually do like the buffet style because when you have, yeah, when you have so many people also with you who have different palates, who maybe they want something different, you don't have to like please everybody with just like one or two options. So I will say that Hollywood and Vine did have that, you know, going against them. But I, I will give you that. I did like having those options. 
So tell me, what, what else did you think about the meal? Yeah, so right away, our our, uh, our managers that came out to kind of say hi to us, they were very friendly, and I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but he was from St. Louis, and he and I had a, a good hockey conversation, and I, and I jabbed at him, how about the Red Sox beat the Cardinals, you know, so many times in the World Series. You know, that's, that's what we do, and we have conversations like that. Um, but I can't remember his name to save I my wanna life. I want to say Brent, but I'm pretty it, sure I'm like way... <laughs> It could be Brent. I I don't know. I I really don't remember. But shout out to the managers. They were super nice. And they did warn us, hey, hey, don't fill up on the bread. Don't fill up on the salad because the main course is really good. Yeah. And for the most part, everything that Danny listed from the beef with chimichurri all the way down to the green beans, everything was pretty solid. What was your favorite? um, Name two of your favorite things from here. Uh, I liked the beef with chimichurri. And I really, really liked the mac and cheese. So I really, really, I did like the beef, but I would say that I really liked the turkey and the mashed potatoes. So Disney turkey. Now, I'm not a big turkey guy. I don't love Thanksgiving turkey. I like the dark meat because it's a little bit more moist. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't usually like the white meat turkey because it tastes very dry. And for some crazy reason yeah (laughs) for some crazy reason every time i have sliced turkey at disney it's like warm and moist and delicious and um i i don't stop eating it. it's very flavorful and you know props to disney i don't know what they're doing with their turkeys back there and you know keep putting that pixie dust on them turkeys but (laughs) it's really really good yeah and um i did want to say that the mashed potatoes were also very good but Mm. The mashed potatoes and turkey I've found through years of coming to Disney at character meals is always excellent. Yes. And I want to say that we went to, when we went to, I believe it was Crystal Palace. Uh I think I turned to you and I was like, man, I was hoping they were going to have the turkey. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And they didn't have turkey for some reason. I think they had um, pork. And I was like, I don't want pork. Like, I guess I'll eat pork, maybe, yeah. but probably there's other stuff to eat. But I was disappointed because they didn't have the turkey uh, at Crystal Palace. And so I was very excited to eat that. I found that, like, it's very consistent. It is. So if they ever serve turkey anywhere, that um, we usually find that it's like really good. Like the sliced good. turkey and gravy. Because we had it at um, uh, the Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Right. During that Thanksgiving meal thing that they have going on there. The turkey there was excellent as well. Um, so, yeah, turkey across the board at Disney. Definitely definitely get that when you have the option to. Right. I totally agree with that. Um, and you said the um, the turkey and gravy. And what was your other thing that you really liked? Oh, the mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Those were excellent as well. And when, uh, at the, when we were finishing our meal, kind of, we were starting to wind down. I was eating the mashed potatoes and I was like, man, I'm just trying to decide if I want to, like, get a couple more bites of this and the, immediately the server was like would you like a bowl can, can, <laughs> we can, want to feed you can i bring you another bowl of mashed potatoes we're almost closed and we have so much left <laughs> please eat it and i was like no 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 because <laughs> if you put it in front of me i'll probably eat it yeah right but um so they were great about bringing us everything we could possibly want so um i loved everything that was on this menu um I, but like I said, my top two were definitely like the turkey and the mashed potatoes. Your top two were the beef and mac the and mac and cheese. But honestly, um, you can't go wrong with anything that was on there. What was your least favorite thing on this? Uh, my least favorite thing was probably the green beans. Okay, give me give me two. Give me two. Because um, <laughs> we're both going to say the same thing. Uh, what was the other thing? 
I didn't love the green beans. Um, personally, they were like okay mm-hmm. for me. And then I didn't love the honey barbecue riblets. Yeah, I disagree because I like honey barbecue sauce. But I don't like honey barbecue sauce. That's the problem. And we didn't agree. Like yeah. you said. However, w- were both of them amazingly edible? And if you had probably served me a meal at your house, I probably would have like chowed down on it. Yeah. Absolutely. So the thing was, there was nothing on the table that was bad. Everything right. tasted good. It all had good flavor. It all yeah. tasted super fresh. So thumbs up for that. Like I Especially that corn pepper mix thing that they had going on. That was it surprisingly was really good. good. Yeah, like they had just pulled it out of the ground and cooked it for <laughs> us. Which who knows? Maybe probably they did. did. They probably did. But um and then let me ask you, what do you think about the dessert? Uh, um it was it was okay. I was really full at that point. I didn't really want dessert. But it was actually it was light enough and flavorful enough where I didn't mind eating it. You know, like she said, it was like a like a pound cake almost, but it was like a shortcake, a strawberry shortcake. Yeah, um, we had like strawberries and blueberries and and like some of the fruit sauce that they have and some very light whipped cream. So it wasn't like a heavy dessert. You didn't get like a brownie or a cookie or something that would be like, oh god, I can't eat it anymore. Yeah, it was like it was nice and light. It was a it was a good sweet thing to end the end the. Uh, the meal at Garden Girl with, and I would definitely eat it again, but you know it, it wasn't my favorite dessert, and I wish there was a, a couple more options outside of that strawberry shortcake. And one thing I do want to mention is we are also getting these kind of options, and they might be smaller than they normally are due to COVID, because I'm not I'm not really sure if they've made any changes in that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like we said, this is our first time at Garden Grill. We hadn't experienced it prior to COVID. Um, and so we haven't really gotten that full experience, what it's like to um, have the restaurant rotate, you know, and, and that kind of stuff at Garden Grill. So maybe, you know, when everything calms down and things are different, maybe we'll go back and see what's going on. But one thing that we, uh, you and I were talking about last night that we really, really wanted to address in this episode, and this is probably going to be our most critical part of this episode, yes. was the character experience. Yes, I totally agree with this. So... Um, I, I don't even know how to break this down. So the thing about character meals is pre COVID you would go in to hug your characters, take selfies with them, take group pictures where you're like all snuggled up next to your characters. It was a very like fun, friendly, they were intimate meet and greets essentially up, up close and personal. Yeah, exactly. And so that was part of the fun of doing a character meet and greet. So, you know, you see them in a parade, you wave from like 20 feet away. Right. But then when you go to a character meal, Mickey Mouse comes to your table and throws his arms open and you get to like run into them and give him a hug and right. then get a little selfie or a photo, take group photos, all of the above. So that's what a character meal used to be. That is not currently the case. No way. So at Garden Grill, what they did was we were sitting on the outside facing out the characters actually come behind you and they wave and they pose and they spend a little bit of time with you and then they make their way to the next table. So like we said at the beginning of the episode, it's like a half moon shaped booth that we were in. And like I said, I was in the middle, Danny was on the left, Caitlin was on the right. And I, so I was directly facing into living with the land and Caitlin and Danny's peripheries, they could see the characters coming, but I was completely blind to where the characters were. And so how they had it set up is there is a lower level where the guests and the waiters 
are, are kind of meandering around. And then there's an upper level where there's normally tables up there, but they actually took the tables out. And that's where the characters meet and greet you from with a sort of like a divider between you and the upper level. So I had no idea that there was a character behind me until one of them pointed it out. And I could just see it kind of like from my peripheral. Like I I would see them coming and I would pop up and try to get like a photo, like a group photo of all of us, get a photo of the characters. And I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's so tough to go from having those as you said, intimate experiences with characters, which sounds a little weird, but like up close, personal, like, you know, very friendly to being like, hey, buddy, like, (laughs) good to see you. Stay 15 feet away from me. Right. It's just a very different feeling. I thought it was incredibly disappointing. The fact that there was probably about five to six feet of distance between us and the glass barrier that you would have had to jump over to get into living with the land. Right. And that to me with a, uh, a fully costumed character, that should be enough distance for them to be able to come down in front of you, spend a few moments in front of you where everyone is facing. And yeah, I understand that I can't, hug them anymore. I understand that I can't kiss them anymore. I understand that I can't stand right next to the characters anymore. I totally get that. But last night, because they charged the same price as they did pre-COVID, for that character experience, you know, prior to COVID, when you could spend some quality time with your favorite characters, that made that price seem worth it. Right. Last night, I felt like the characters were hiding from us, and I did not enjoy that. I, when, when I go to character dining, I want to see the characters in front of me at the very least. And the fact that they were four or five feet above my head with a barrier behind me, and I had to turn around in my booth to take a really awkward selfie with you and Caitlin, with you standing in front of the table between us and living with the land, so your your body is like, 40% of the picture already. Plus, Caitlin and I in the background, and then Mickey's like seven feet backwards above a barrier. Photobombing. And it was like exactly what it looked like. It looked like he was photobombing from above the barrier. And that to me is really disappointing that Disney would think that that is good enough to, compl- to, to still charge the same price as they were charging pre COVID for character dining. So yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Here's my kind of you know, my thoughts about it. Sure. So if that is the only time that you're going to get to see Mickey and Pluto and, you know, Chip and Dale, I think that this particular experience offered for a better photo op, but the experience wasn't better. So like our photos were better than they were at um, Hollywood. Hollywood Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood and Vine was like suit. Like I, I enjoyed Hollywood and Vine. I really did. But the photos that we took were not like, they're not great. And that wasn't anyone's fault. It's just the what's happening. Like, there's no way you can get a really great photo out of that. Um, I will also say that at Hollywood and Vine, the characters went a lot faster. Oh, yes, they did. And here at Garden Grill, I will give them that the characters seemed to stop until you were like, thank you. 
you know, even though it wasn't very long, like, but they weren't like, okay, like that's enough. You know, I will give them that. And here's me playing devil devil's advocate to what you just said, where I think, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure about this, but I think the fact that they did hang around for a little bit for those photos had a lot to do with the fact that we were pretty much the only people there at the end of the night. Ooh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know that for a fact, but it felt to me like they had nothing else to do. So let's hang out for a little bit longer. Yeah. I I mean, here's the thing. Was the meal awesome? Yes. Was the care? Did we get to see characters and get a couple photos to commemorate like a trip? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. But do I think that they might be able to figure out a better way to do a character interaction rather than coming to the table? I do. They're Disney. If they can make that, you know, happily ever after look the way it does on the castle, they can figure out how to get us to take photos with these characters. Sure. Um, but that's just my opinion. Like I, like I said, I think I would almost rather stand next to the character with like a, you know, a clear barricade between the two of us where Mm -hmm. the camera can't see it. But we're separated. Yep. Um, or do something like a setup on your walk into the restaurant where you have to stand in a certain place and then the characters are like slightly elevated but six feet back. But when you take the picture from the front, it looks like they're right behind you. And so you get a picture with Mickey, Pluto, Chip, and Dale, and it's a great picture. And maybe even have a photo pass person there doing it because the 100%. cast members are not allowed to touch your phones anymore. A hundred percent. So all of the pictures that you get at these character dinings right now are selfies. Or one person has to be excluded from the photo, and you don't want that. Right. So I think that would be probably the best way to go about it is to do some sort of photo pass experience uh, for a character dining. And hey, you're paying 60 bucks a person for a meal. Like, give them a printed copy of the photo if, you, if they don't have photo pass. Like, just make, make it work, make it seem worth it. Because last night's experience. Honestly, I said this to you last night. I think that's my last character dining experience until things change. Well, and I will say, you said for a while. So I do think that you may That's find... what I meant. Okay. <laughs> until, <laughs> until things change or they loosen up the, the restrictions a little bit as far as the characters coming to your table. Sure. I, I can totally see that. I, I can also see myself wanting to, like, if my family comes to visit... I can also see myself being like, hey, let's let's do a character meal. It's not the same, but you're not here all the time. So here's here are my overall close far less likely to do it. But well, here's my overall closing thoughts. I believe that when you do not get to live here, that an experience like that sure. is worth it. And the food's good. You get a chance to sit down in the AC. You're not just doing quick serve, you know, and you get to see the characters in you know, who knows when you're going to be back here kind of a thing. I think it's worth it. And I, get, I also, I, I could see that. I also think that the food was excellent and the food was very good. Like the, most of the episode was complimenting the food. It was the, the, the full price character dining and the character experience that kind of turned me off of doing it again anytime soon. Yeah. I, and I will say that like, I just, I, I, t- I do think it's worth it, but I also think that for people who live here, like, where normally in September I might go, hey, I want to go to Chef Mickey's for breakfast because that's like the thing we do now for my birthday. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily do that, even though I probably still will. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I would necessarily do that. 
Um, what are your closing thoughts? Um, so I think the meal was very, very good. Uh, the character experience was not very good. Uh, the price is high for what it is. Even with the discount that we got, it was still high for what it was. And um, I, right now, during these current times, I personally wouldn't recommend doing character dining because of those character experiences because you can go dine at Disney World and not get characters for significantly cheaper and pretty much get the same experience other than kind of laying your eyes on the characters for a few seconds. So in my opinion, I wouldn't do it again until they change the restrictions and all that. But one thing that I wanted to point it out, and I just saw you just open that on your phone, um, we had gone to Liberty Tree Tavern before, and that was also family style. It had turkey, it had mac and cheese, it had mashed potatoes. But something that's crazy that I didn't even realize is it's the same price. What do you mean? It's the same price. I'm looking at it, and it says 35 to $59. Did that go up again? It must have gone up. Sorry, you guys are catching this live. Because it was $39 when we went. So it looks like, um, I mean, unless this is something that is um, not, it's supposed, it's off. So we, did we go for lunch? No, we went for dinner. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it still says 39. It says adults are 39. Oh, I, d- I don't know why it says. Okay. So, so that was that was the point I was going to make. Okay. Where, so funny story. When you open it, it does have the wrong price is what we're understanding. Yeah. But go but, ahead. But that was the point I was going to make where I can get the exact same experience. Take away that, you know, s- you know, 10 to 11 seconds that you get to lay your eyes on characters and take awkward pictures right now. And for 20 bucks less a person, I can go get the exact same meal, which is just as good, at Liberty Tree Tavern for $39. And I would do that 9.9 times out of 10. I would definitely agree with that. I would like to go back there. I just, I, we just haven't gone back there yet. Yeah. Um, and also, the only one of the big differences is they switch out the beef for pot roast, and the pot roast at Liberty Tree is excellent yes. so yes um we will we'll let you guys know if we do find that they have up their price for any reason but like bill was saying you can get a fairly similar meal and uh, you know have it at magic kingdom and instead of spending the extra money but again i still think that if you're here and this is going to be your only trip for a while and you really want to go to garden grill and see the characters go to garden grill and see the characters like that's my take on it. Honestly, the cavalcades are better opportunities to see the characters than the d- character dining experiences. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think that do... And those are free! <laughs> do whatever that your heart tells you to do. If you want to see Mickey, see Mickey. But again, if <laughs> regardless of whether you're going to a character meal, you're going to a cavalcade, you're going to have a magical experience anyway. It's going to be what you make of it. And we're going to be here checking out all of these things and letting you know what we think every time. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join over 10,000 people following us on TikTok. Again, keep an eye on all of our social media platforms for all things theme park news. For easy access to all our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.